sit down, take a chew and chew my money till we get it. Till we get it. Paul Wall in the Cooper Sports was A talking. Money speak, all that bullshit keep on the side. Oh, yeah. My new rebrand? Church. Just a church. I'm going full Christian, Robert. Going full Christian. Like a full Christian comedian? Like you're going to talk about God in your set, or is it just like, I'm a Christian? I think how like Jim Gaffigan's a Christian comedian. You know what I mean? Or Brian Regan. Is Brian Regan a Christian comedian, or did someone just say that to me? I don't... Th I mean, he's not like... Jim Gaffigan just mentions he's Catholic, and he'll make fun of it because he's got five kids. Yeah. Like, it's... That's not, you know, that's what I'll do. I'm not going to go up there and, you know, try to get booked in churches. Everyone, turn your books to Psalms 69, 420. Yeah, that would just be a preacher. No, I mean, I... I I think your stories from growing up like fundamental Christian, like there's a lot of material there. And I think you can go anywhere in the country and people would be interested to hear that. Yeah, I could do though. I could try to find out there's like a homeschool. I go and speak at Chia convinces Christian homeschooling international conference or whatever it's called. I just go speak uh, at different homeschool conventions doing homeschool jokes. <laughs> hey kids, I was, I was there with you, you know, me and my older brother, we had to take the same homeschool oaths. Homeschool oaths. I've taken so many freaking oaths, dude. It's like we we would have stood up with them, mom. Like we wouldn't have let racism happen. I think if I make one promise for this year, no unnecessary oaths. I'm up to my freaking brim in oaths these days, my dude. Yeah, there's too many oaths to be had. We need to we need to call it. Yeah, pretty much. I'll do one, and it's the scouts. That's the oath I'll stick to forever. Girl or boy? Or boy. Well, I don't know. Is girls is Girl Scout oath better? I don't know. You get Girl Scout cookies this year? No, I, I didn't. I didn't get on the train. Couldn't buy a Girl Scout box of Girl Scout cookies without getting COVID tested. Where? I'm kidding. I just like telling people <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> I walked into the green room last night at Fallout, and I told all the comics in there. I was like, "Dude, they tested. They've COVID tested me at the door." And they're like, "You serious?" I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "No, I just like saying that." And then like more comics came in. Like four more comics came backstage later, and I told them the same thing. I was like, "Did they test you guys at the door? They tested me for my chick at the door." And they were like, "Really?" And I was like, "No, I don't know. I keep doing that. It's so funny to me. I love telling people I can't do anything without getting COVID tested." Like, yeah, I went to Jiffy Lube. All right. Tried to get my gas go oil change. The guy said, uh-uh. COVID tested me right there, anally. Telling people stuff like that. I like to get people like, yeah, I know. It's crazy, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, man. That, that would have been fun. I got a text from you. Oh, he said just hopped on. Gotcha. Yeah. No, that, that would be funny, though, if, like, because, you know, they're, they're usually, like, right in front of, like, the Walgreens or the, like, the grocery stores with the Girl Scout cookies. Uh-huh. They just had one of those, like, thermostat guns just like popping you right there it's like uh-uh get away it's like you're running a fever we can't risk it at fallout they also have you show your vaccine card this is true they have you have to show your vaccine card to get in and like i'm so happy i was with my chick because she just has mine in her purse yeah. but like i'm like damn I, i'm surprised i still have mine you know what i mean like i never i don't know i never thought to carry that around with me i never thought that'd be a thing is that dumb no, like, I just keep mine in my glove box for that reason. It, like, the only time I would need it is, like, if I'm out and about and it's, like, a, a club is, like, hey, we need to see this. But then again, it's, like, I, I took a picture of it front and back when nice. I was vaccinated. And I should do that. Like, most of the places are just, like, well, here's a picture of it. Like, you can see it's on my desk and they're, like, that. They're, like, yeah, that's cool. Nice. I need to do with what you did. Get a, get a photo of both sides. Because yeah. I I think I think it's cool that you throw it in your freaking you have a like a truck card. You keep that thing on you like that. You should get a special little holster so you can conceal carry it. Oh yeah, have it just below the belt. <laughs> oh no, um, my grandpa used to have one of those like dollar bill fold uh, belts where it's got the little slit in the side. Nice. Yeah, get something like that. <laughs> That's good. A money belt, but for my vaccine card. Yeah. And in two in two PCR tests that I can do in public just in case. Yeah. Man. Always prepared. The Boy Scout way. Or I should just say the Scout way. Be prepared. Scout motto. Yeah. BP. 
Bold, bo, what's that guy's name? Bowden Powell? Biden Powell? The guy that started Boy Scouts? Baden Powell? I, I don't fucking know. He was scout head, tying knots and shit. Wasn't it? It was either the Scouts or Cornflakes was made to stop masturbation. Cornflakes. That was Cornflakes? Yeah, that guy was kind of a G, to be honest. I, like, oh, I've been joking a lot about how I, I really wish I could have been like a turn-of-the-century con man. Because that dude, whatever his name was, like he was just like, yeah, dude, you're masturbating too much, and it's because you're having hot breakfasts, and it's making you sinful. Where you want, you want plain... Because it wasn't sugar cornflakes. It was just straight-up nasty-ass pressed cornflake, pressed meal, gnarly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he tricked us. He got us. Because I eat cereal. I stay jacking. So the proof is in the pudding. That's because they put the sugar back in after a while. Because then you yeah, got frosted flakes, got cinnamon toast crunch. Then they put <laughs> the marshmallows in there, and it's like, oh, you're jacking all day when you eat. <laughs> yeah, they made my cereal such a little temptation. Look at what they're doing to it. That's a, that's the cultural war, you know. Cultural war is in yeah. The- Biden, Biden's America is making my sugar all sweet, and making me confused and horny, man. That's that's the new country we live in. I look to I look to fucking like this to say stuff like that. People believe I say things like that. People look at me and like, yeah, this guy believes that. It's nuts. <laughs> it is. Not, I don't have like a. I don't expect people to have like a super high opinion of me or anything, right? But sometimes I'll be talking to people and they'll be like, they'll just expect the craziest things. Or the craziest. You, you'll say something like on the other side of it, like, I, I, all cops are bastards. Yeah, we can cut that. <laughs> and they'll think I'm being goofy. Yeah, they'll think you're goofy, but it's like no, like that—that's what I genuinely believe. Yeah, I've had people expect me to not believe in global warming, like just expect me to not believe it with them, and like, huh, interesting. Or it's like if it's someone new coming over to your house and they see a globe in the corner, it's like, oh, I didn't know you were like that. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, oh, I just assumed you were a flat earther from the. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude, here's the thing. I'm an open minded guy, right? So when I first heard flat earth shit, I was like, dude, I'll check it out. Because, like, Earth's probably not flat right out the gate, right? But if it is, if the Earth is flat, everyone's an idiot. And I'd feel amazing knowing that. Best part about conspiracies. And so I was like, okay, shit, got to check this out. And so, like, I looked into it and, like, it's stupid. Earth's definitely not flat, Earth's round for sure. But, like, these dudes are just pulling out whiteboards and doing math. And it's like, I couldn't mathematically prove these guys wrong. You know what I mean? Like, if I got into a room with them, they would make me feel like an idiot. But also, I'm like, damn, I don't know. You think the Earth is flat. You know what I mean? Like, this is stupid. But I totally see how people will get caught believing that, just because they don't know enough about math. Like me. If I tried to disprove it mathematically, I'd be like, damn, you're better at math than me. You win that argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've always heard the, the simple one. It's like, well, how come a bullet like goes back down like to the ground? For real. Also, the curvature is like a real thing. Yeah, like a, like a quantifiable thing. What always interested me, though, with the flat Earth stuff is like, there's a high number of like college basketball players that believe in it. Yeah, and like rappers. Yeah, and it's just like what what what's the correlation there between like the flat Earth theory and playing basketball on a collegiate level? I want to know. I've never done that. Not yet, at least. Hey, that's where that's where our lab work comes in. Fart Locker Labs. Mm-hmm. We gotta get we gotta get market testing. Yeah. Did you see uh, Joey's tweet about what? It was about a club in town, little little town called Austin, saying that they reach out comics like last minute, being like, "We got the show that we're taping for late night set submissions, and we thought of you." But then when apparently all the comics got there, basically it was just a normal ass show that they forgot to book comics for. So they just lied to them to get them down there faster. What club did that? Uh, he said it was Creek. Which no. I'm surprised. I, I got to check this out. This is the hottest drama I've ever heard. I like, oh my God. I, I'm also probably going to see him tonight. I got, oh I got Twitter pulled up, so I'll, I'll shoot you the link. Oh my god, I am dying right now. Joey Zimmerman said this. Yeah. Oh my god. I just shot a video with him for something. Yeah, he's got like a pilot or something, right? Let's see. Okay. I'm going to send it to you right now. Do some... 
do some field investigations because that shit's pretty fucking wild. Heard a venue contacted comedians and said, sorry for the short notice, but we're taping sets to send to late night tonight. And we thought of you. Please come down. I'm first off heartbroken. I wasn't thought of. (laughs) I don't care if it was a trick. It should have been. I wanted to be. I I am worthy of being tricked. (laughs) I am worthy of being tricked. I want to I want to contact them and be like, um, why was I not scammed? I would have been down there. I would have dropped everything and promoted it, okay? <laughs> and then I would have defended it after the fact just in case it did come to fruition. <laughs> That's nuts. God, when did he tweet that? Uh, that was on the 11th. So Barack Obama. Barack Obama. That's so crazy, man. Um, and now I'm looking at all the people that like it. There's that article I sent you about my old apartment complex. Yes, let me pull that up. I don't know how to read, but I had Siri read it to me. Siri, read me my read me a story. Siri, read me my stories. Okay, yeah. I I found the Dallas Morning News one about it. Which honestly Man, give me the rundown. Just you you tell me, man. Yeah, so um uh you remember Natalie, right? Yes. Yeah, so she she shared the article with me and she was like, Hey, didn't she's like, Didn't you or Katie like live in this apartment complex? And I was just like and like I watched the video, I was like, "Oh shit, you're like, yeah, we we both did." And uh, when we were going to school up there, like that that's where we lived for like most of the time we were going there, besides like the dorms. And oh man, it's it's just really it's it's really wild because, da- like living in Dallas, like we always knew it was a it was a hotbed for like human trafficking, like that that was just kind of the thing, like you always heard it's like yeah you know this nonprofit like we're here for like battered women and also like people who've been like subjected to you know human trafficking and like the sex trade so it's like we we you know we need a lot of interpreters that's why we're here on campus trying to get like bilingual students to come help and it's like damn that's that's just wild but it's like it's a pretty big city so it's like it makes sense like it's easy to kind of like get lost and do that sort of shit and yeah, the reason that a, a city outside of Sacramento was like the hub in the United States for a while is a city called Lincoln is because yeah. it was the fastest growing city in the United States and then the 2008 thing happened. And so there was like entire suburbs that were empty. And so it was just really easy to buy and flip homes and store people and traffic people because yeah. you had empty suburbs out there that you could buy and resell and stuff. And so, yeah, shit like that makes sense where it's like people are like, don't think Dallas would be a hub for human trafficking but it's like well you don't really know the mechanisms that people use yeah I not mean, like i do i'm just saying that you know <laughs> you wouldn't think that about lincoln but because you don't know what they're fucking doing out there yeah i mean my dad's convinced there's a gas station out in spicewood near him that's like he calls it the taliban store okay <laughs> that doesn't give me much faith in your dad's reading of this place but i'm listening <laughs> i'm gonna assume your dad probably has some pretty bad ideas about this gas station outside of this conspiracy theory <laughs> well I, I asked him I was like well, I was like where the fuck did you get that name from he's like oh he's like that's what everyone calls it in this neighborhood and i was like why he's like we he's like we're just convinced that he's like the taliban's running it or something and i've been i've been in it and it's like it's not it's not like a terrorist front like this isn't postal to it's not a terrorist front but there's definitely something kind of like off going there you think there's definitely a criminal aspect to this store yeah i i pers- i think it's either like a it's a front for like a biker gang running like crank through mm-hmm. the county or it could be something human trafficky because behind this gas station is like five like shitty like RVs and trailers mm-hmm. and it's just and it's all fenced in and you know whenever I've had to help my dad out on weekends or even during the week between like jobs during COVID like 
there there's there's like a handful of times like the the sheriffs would be surrounding it there's even one time they had a chopper like going through the fields around it like obviously on a manhunt or something mm-hmm. so it from what i've seen driving past it's like yeah there's something weird going on over there we got to see if we can hire ed opperman to go investigate that yeah i'll pay for he- his ticket you know we can fly him out to the local airport he does stuff like that. We just gotta we gotta get someone we gotta get a PI out there, get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Or you could just request information from the sheriff's office and see what the police reports say. Honestly, I yeah, I might do that because they're in Burnett County. See what's going on. What they It'd got be pretty easy to kind of suss out, you know, why the sheriffs were there. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, you could read like old police reports and just I get you know, if you put in the address you should be able to find it. Man. But Kind of like the the funniest thing about it is when you go in when you go inside the actual gas station there, half of it is like emptied coolers in the back. Half of them are filled with like just beers and sodas, but then like another half of them are just emptied and like turned off. Like it's not a fully stocked place, and the stuff they have in like the dry goods section, it's it's like that generic brand from Target, like the Market Pantry. And it's like when you look at it, it's like, oh, these motherfuckers, like, they just bought something from Target to, like, put in here to show. It's like, yeah, we have cereal, but it's like they're not buying it legitimately. It's not bought in bulk. It's no. like just a placeholder. Yeah, it's it's like they'll have, like, two boxes of, like, the, the Target brand Cheerios for their cereal section. Doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, they ain't, but they ain't fooling, they ain't fooling me, at least. The the Hula Hut number two on South First Street in the Great Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. their milk is all like store bought, all about to expire milk. I bought milk there twice, and both times it's like, damn, this expires in like two days. We need this <laughs> milk from you can B B team ass milk at this shit. But Hula Hut's like a bar, right? No, Hula Hut two is a is the gas station next to Once Over on South First Street. Oh, okay. It's not a gas station anymore, actually. They removed the gas pumps. They were so slow. Damn. Gas pumps were painfully slow. It would take two to three minutes to get a gallon of gas. No joke. Ugh. Anyways, back to the human trafficking. In Dallas, please. Yeah. So, when you know, we lived up there from... I lived there from like 2016 to 2018. So, I... I doubt I was I doubt these two chicks were my neighbors that were running this thing but being up there I don't know if you've ever lived in one of those apartment complexes where it's like hey yeah this is affordable and like it's it's giving me what I need but it's like the the rec center like the the, the gym it's really just like a couple of free weights like the manager w- wanted to get rid of and it's like yeah. a rubber mat and then like the pool it's usually like urine soaked with like a bunch of leaves from like the kids. Yeah. It's, it's one of those places. And the, my neighbor across the street from me in that same complex, I was Katie and I were both convinced. Like he was like, like had a grow operation for weed. You got a lot of suspicions about you though, Robert. It sounds like everyone you interact with, you're like, all right, this guy's a fucking criminal. (laughs) Why do you think he had a grow up in the apartment? Well, the main window to his bedroom was uh, he he like covered it with tin foil or like aluminum mm-hmm. foil, so like you just you didn't see in you didn't see into it, but then like except for like the top like inch of it, so if he had his lights on, you could see if like the lights were on in the room, but anything else you couldn't really see, and at night we would see this we would see like the purple UV light glow from his apartment mm-hmm. coming out of like the main window in the living room and through the the bedroom and just like whenever we saw him coming in and out it it, it was you know it was a white guy with like the shitty dreads and drove like a really shitty honda and it's like yeah this like he seems like the guy that would like be growing especially around here and like addison i mean counterpoint i never lived there right i have no idea what i'm talking about what if it was just a dude that worked nights and had to sleep in the daytime so he really didn't want light in his room but why would you go with like a purple UV light? 
Because he's a white dude with dreads, man. He's probably fucking <laughs> hanging out to black light. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to get some 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 color to his skin, maybe. It's I don't it's, know. it's mainly that it's mainly that lighting and like the the lining of his of his like bedroom window with tinfoil. It's like, okay, like you're doing something you don't want us to see. And it's it's got some pretty specific like needs to it. I remember I had a landlord one time that lived above me, and because whenever I'd leave town, I'd have someone stay there and watch the dogs, yeah. he was convinced that I was running some criminal operation. <laughs> and also, like, you know, I smoked weed in the apartment, so he was convinced I was doing some, like, de- wheeling and dealing or something. But, like, did, did he ever say, like, what he thought you were doing, or he was just yeah. like, you're up to something? He told me, he's like, I know you're dealing drugs or something out of there. And I was like, what are you talking about? I work at a coffee shop down the street from you. It's like, if I'm going to deal drugs, I'm going to do it there. Yeah, for real. For real. Oh, man. All right. So you're living there. You think the whole place is already suspicious. You got one of those bad gyms. You got what's more than likely, you know, the the weed kingpin of Dallas, Texas, living (laughs) across the street from you. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he was a kingpin, but it's just like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure sh- it was one of those things. It's like, yeah, like I, I know what you're doing, but like I don't care enough to like go be a good neighbor because I I doubt the complex is going to care. Mm-hmm. And it, anywhere I lived in Dallas, too, it, even even like at my old place in Austin, like there was, you know, you'd hear gunshots go off or like, you know, you'd always hear sirens, but it, it's just like living in a big city. Oh, and then my my car was broken into there too, but they it was taken from it. They didn't take anything because they were just sending a message. Yeah, they just like popped the trunk and the like the doors, and they just like just shit was like all over like the the seats and like the dashboard. Like they they were looking for they're probably seeing if like I left my phone or something in there, but well, I'm glad you got up on them though, man. They didn't get anything from you. Mm-mm. They didn't scare you either. Fearless Robert, soldier Robert. I was so pissed off that day because I was like, I gotta go cover a fucking show tonight. Like, I can't stick around for like the police to come to like take my like report. You just send in photos now. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't even come out. They just say, email this your information, take photos with your phone, send out the information. So, but does does the Dallas PD didn't do that? Oh, Austin Austin. PD. Yeah, you can literally just text in your complaints and they file it away. Oh, man. Yeah, Dallas needs to step up. This episode of the Fart Locker is brought to you by Big Bob's Truck Nut Emporium. Big Bob's Truck Nut Emporium. Big Bob's has all the nuts. Chrome nuts, red nuts, black nuts, all the nuts. Need a gift for your mother or in-laws? How about some family-sized truck nuts? Located just off of 183 and 71, look for the big inflatable truck nuts. Come by and take a look at our nuts in person or online at BigBobsTruckNutEmporium.com. Big Bob's Truck Nuts. Ask about our senior citizen discounts. All right, so catch me up. How do you, how does this get to human trafficking? The story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your apartment suspicions. Well, the the police report came out, and it's just like, damn, that's wild. <laughs> What's the police report say? Oh, uh, let's see. Well, the the article says Dallas police charged two women after human trafficking raid, and they found victims in the apartments they were renting. A lot of times, though, what police will say is human trafficking is like smuggling people over the border, like your sister. And then you brought your sister in from another country, and they'll say, this is human trafficking. They'll charge people with human trafficking. Yeah, but in this instance, they they, they were saying it's like these victims were like part of like pro, like forced prostitution. Oh, okay, I just guessed. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... A little, little naysayer over here. You're trying to be so optimistic about the story. I was like, no, no, no. They, they were forced into prostitution out there. <laughs> okay. yeah. were, they, those girls were probably up the street at Club Walmart trying to sell their goods. I just, I, I had a friend that went to prison for human trafficking, and it was because she helped to smuggle someone's daughter back into the States. Back so that's what, that, was, that was like my, yeah, yeah. It was like a little girl that got deported, you know? Oh, okay. So that's always been like, man, maybe they're just lying. Because if you tell someone you went to prison for human trafficking, it looks pretty bad, right? Yeah. 
Like that doesn't does not make you sound like you're a you know very. But this sounds like a pretty bad version of human trafficking. This is why this this example that you're talking about. Yeah, and that was the same time you were living there. What apartment was it? No, like, this, were you close to him? No, this 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 just came out. What did the the police report saying that there was human traffickers at the apartment that you lived at? Yeah. Do you know? Did you recognize him? Uh, I recognized one of them. Nice. Oh man, sleeping with the enemy—that's crazy. You knew her. I didn't. I didn't know her, but I like she must have been at one of our buildings though, because I I would see her getting in and out of her car, and it was like a shitty like one of those shitty Scion like box ones. Here, let me Dang, see. you have a great memory. Those box cars are the worst cars, right? Yeah, they're they're pretty fucking. Does not surprise me that the drivers of those cars are up to no good. Let's see here. Yeah, and I I just love like like the the local Fox, or, like the local CBS channels, reporting on this. Like, they're just all the background video is like them like walking through the apartment complex, and it's like, yeah, that's fucking enclave. <laughs> yeah, that's where I lived. It's like in my laundry there. It's like that's where I would take my shits and sleep. <laughs> oh, best, best part is they're going to be renaming that shit as quick as they can. Oh yeah. Developers love to just like rent out horrible apartments and be like, actually, the ballpark is closed. Okay, this is now Northwest Park. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice, got him. It's like whenever whenever shit hits the fan at a complex, they're just like, just rename it. Yeah, the Ion is like, we are now the Metropolis. All right, yeah. thanks, guys. Yeah, it's. Oh, you know that weird apartment complex that like people paint the floors on over on Altorf on Riverside. Altorf and Riverside. Yeah. Is it is it the one with like a, it's got like all of like the art and shit outside of it everywhere? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've driven past it, but I, I they they paint the floors there. Yeah, you if you get an apartment there, you can paint your floors. You know, people were sleeping in hammocks there all the time. Like that was like their main bed. Like there's just like a hammock. And nah, I mean, did they just out? It's like a hammock. It's just It's hammock people, man. The people that have nice looking hammocks. You know, what what, what constitutes want to be a hammock? hammock. Can like the quality of the construction? If it looks like you and a friend and your friend's lover can all sit comfortably on the hammock without interfering with each other's bodies, that's a good quality, strong hammock. Okay. Yeah, I believe that. I'm talking about sitting sideways. If you can sit sideways, as if it's a bench chair, or lay down on it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be a hammock guy. I want to invest in a nice hammock. I mean that, invest. Invest? Yeah. I want to put money into a nice hammock so it can pay me dividends. <laughs> it's a coin-operated hammock out in the fucking park. That's my dividend, yeah. It spikes on it unless you put a quarter. <laughs> 15 minutes of unspiked enjoyment. Extra quarter and it'll vibrate. <laughs> Two more quarters of spikes come back out. <laughs> Jimmy Tibbs is the king of making money off of quarters. Yeah, he's he he runs that uh he's got vending machines and uh -huh. it was vending machines and then like he like tries to flip houses. Yeah, vending machines, flipping houses, he does um insurance. Uh he does insurance uh he does like claims adjustment. No, no, no health no. exams. Yeah. Yeah, he does like health exams. Yeah, he comes by and you know puts a thermometer up your butt to see if there's COVID up there. He'll drive his and fucking he Honda. Yeah, there's no COVID. Yeah, drive. One thing that's funny about him is he got like almost a million miles in one of his cars, and he was like, he got the <laughs> he's such a G. He got the dealership to make a little commercial about him driving this car so much. I'm like, that's so sick, man. Dude, like I. I, I think that's something we are losing with this transition from like television to like internet streaming and stuff is like the good. And I don't mean good as in like it has good production value, but just like good as in like it's funny, it's memorable, like local commercials. Because mm -hmm. like, you know, 
growing up around here, like there's always like the furniture row where like the fat lady at the very end would like on a very shitty green screen, just like be like, we want to save you money and like throw <laughs> up like a wad of like fake ones. That's but it's sick. like she, she, she had no enthusiasm whatsoever. Like she just looked dead inside. Like she was going through a divorce and she wasn't going to get the, she wasn't going to get the full half. Mm hmm. It was it was shit like that or like Scott Elder with his like used car lot. Oh man, yeah. Taylor Dowdy has a bit great bit about Scott Elder's radio ads. I went to I went to high school with his like niece. And when I when I heard about that, I was like, oh dude, it's like I need to meet the dealer for the people. And she was like, Oh, he's going through he's he's going through some tough times right now. He's going through a divorce. Oh I was just like, Oh man. Praying for you, Mr. Elder. Well, he's got the he upgraded to a Mitsubishi dealership now. I think you know what I'm saying. Right <laughs> <laughs> for you, Elder. <laughs> Man, he's doing Mitsubishi's. What was he doing before Mitsubishi's? Just, just a used car lot. Wow, just a used car lot. I think, like the the ranks of like a car salesman is like you got a used car lot, strictly mm -hmm. used. Then it's like you go up to kind of like your like C squad of like brands like Mitsubishi. Maybe like Kia, Hyundai. Then you go, you, you know, then you can probably go up to like a B rank. You know, it's like, I would say like Dodge would be like a B rank. Dodge would be a B rank. I feel like Dodge is an A rank, man. Are you kidding me? Uh, What's, I, uh, well, never mind. You're right. Like a Lamborghini or McLaren's probably A rank. Well, I would say supercars. That's like S. A A rank is like oh Wait, you you own a S. Yeah S. S like, is way later than A. A is the no, first. No, 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 you no. would want to call you no, would want to call premium cars like double A maybe if they wanted to go crazy out there. Where's okay. S? Where's that's coming? You fucking insane <laughs> wild man. No no no. This this is the new ranking system. The internet made it. So 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 it's like B A and then S. Like S is like super top tier. Shut God. the fuck up. No, A is the best. Double A or triple A can be better. Okay. S I'm sorry. You said you you fell back. I didn't mean to offend you there. <laughs> okay, Where is this from, Robert? Where is this from? You you've never seen like the internet rankings for like fast food chains? It's like there's like S, A, and then it goes all the way down to like F tier. No. I I'm guess I have egg on my face right now. I didn't know about this. Well, if if you want to say AAA is the top one, then you know that's where Lamborghini and like Ferrari would go. I, we'll say that we'll say it's S. I'm sorry I took such a hard hard. <laughs> I don't want to die on that hill. She's got such a hard opinion on that. It blows me away. Every you know what the smart guy said. Every time you learn something, you die a little. You know, you're like, oh man, I was wrong about something. That's how I feel about S being better than AA or AAA. It's like, damn, is that what people already agreed on S? We didn't get AA or AAA on top. It's okay. I'm sorry, I was wrong, Robert. We didn't damn. get that in the negotiations. God damn it. We like, yeah, I'm bummed we lost that. I would like to see AA or AAA being the the, the top of the, the S doesn't make sense to me. It, well, either way, like, yeah. Dodge is you know, B or D. Yeah, I would say like Do Dodge is like it. I would say it's better than having like a Mitsubishi dealership. Yeah. What's then, an A? I'd say like a Toyota dealership. Yeah, Toyotas are the best. Toyota, May maybe Ford. If you know, if you're like a southern state, I'll be honest. I love my Toyota. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna last me forever. Yeah. Man, so how much info do we have about that fucking trafficking ring that you practically uncovered, Robert? What information do we have? What do we know about it? Let me see. Let me go back to it because they're saying it was it was made, it was like two women that were renting the the apartment and like in charge of it. They mm -hmm. had a they had a small stable of women that they would have coming in and out and staying there, forced prostitution. And Dallas Police Department says like this was like months and months of like investigation and just like sting operation type shit to like fully get the dirt on it before they went in and like raided the spot. And honestly to me, like my my biggest question is like was the was the property management company like in on it or was someone on the inside a part of it too. We need a man to investigate that or a woman, I'm sorry, or any person. We need yeah. a, we need a field investigator to go and ask the man. Let's call him. 
Let's, let's find their fucking number. Enclave, right? Yeah, Enclave. And then it was an Addison. Enclave. And then it's just, oh, it's an Addison. Yeah, the Enclave at Prestonwood. And they're, of course, they're closed on Sunday. Uh, so, okay, hey. Loyal fart soldiers, this is the Enclave at Prestonwood's number. Call them and you get the fucking scoop on it. 972-233-2709. You call those motherfuckers first thing Monday morning, Tuesday morning, and Wednesday morning. And you say, what did you know about that human trafficking ring that was on, that was on your goddamn property for so long? It's like, why didn't you take a stance and stop it? They chose not to. They have a 3.0. On Google. And there's someone that says that they've been there over 10 years. Yeah, that's 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 the biggest lie. I've Do you not seen. pay application fees? Been here for about a year, and honestly, now with my newborn being here, definitely are looking to move out because it's infested with roaches. As much as I keep trying to keep my house very clean, the little thing of spilt anything, family of roaches just appear. Never seen pest control, and the only time I did, he was very rude to my family. And every time they come and try to fix something, fixes in quotations, they end up breaking something. For example, they came to fix my light in the kitchen, my light, and somehow broke my whole microwave and sparked the plug. We were <laughs> out for about two months. Then just a day ago, they came by to fix, in quotations again, the electrical box, and everything was working fine until they did, and right Okay, and right when they left, my AC was not working properly and blowing warm air all night long. Only good thing about this place is where it's located. Honestly, one out of ten can't wait to leave. I will give them that. the The location of it within the city is pretty bomb. They have to admit, yeah. Hey, back, yeah. back against the wall here. The location is fantastic. You're you're like five minutes from like the fucking like Hop Dotty Burger, Pluckers, like a lot of good restaurants. I do oh. suckers. And then you're like 10 minutes away from the, the improv. Really? Yeah. Who'd you see at that improv? Uh, I saw Bobby Lee there. It wasn't, I'm not a big fan of his. It was just, mm -hmm. it was just one of those. It's like, yeah, like I, I, it was like that summer I spent up there alone. I was just like, yeah, I don't have anything better to do this Thursday night. Let's go see it. Bob Ross. We know Bob Lee. Yeah, Bobby Lee. One of my, because I get up, I get updates on like every news that you can on your iPhone, and yeah. so I get Fox ones. I admit it, but I also get like NBC, CNN, Daily Mail, all the crazy ones. But Fox always has the best fucking headlines, just all greatest of all time. I'm really excited to open this article later because it says, "Guess what? Bob Saget's autopsy shockingly reveals," <laughs> and I just can't wait. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. King, what, King of the there was game. no drugs found? Yeah. I don't know. If he, do you think Bob Saget did drugs? None of my business. Bob, do do what made you feel happy. I know. I mean, he admitted to like doing coke and stuff, but like it's it's kind of like, you know, he he was on Full House. It was the 80s. Like, he, you needed something to numb that. People was talking about him dying and Brett Revoort was at the open mic at Pearl, whatever, Lester Pearl. Oh, and yeah. we were all chit-chatting, and I was like, dude, you fucking, you opened for him so recently. Like, if there is something suspicious, you could be investigated. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that, you you, you're, you should feel, because you know how when a comedian dies, comedians all post photos with them and make yeah. it seem, and it's like, but like, I was like, no, you're definitely in the clear. You like just opened for, like, you you should, if anything, you clear your name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's this comedian I watched in Sacramento cry on the news when they asked him about Robin Williams and was like, he was just crying, crying to the news person being like, he was like a mentor. He was like my brother. And it's like, man, he's like a really good comedian that was nice to other comedians, you know? And then you're like, motherfucker, like you opened for him once. Yeah. For real, like, like, yeah. Years ago. Yeah. It was some shit like that, to be honest. I, maybe, maybe he opened for him more than I imagined, but I think it was just a couple times. Casino gigs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right on, you know, right on, right on, right on. What do I know? What do I know? Nothing, you know. I think, yeah, I don't know that I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of Bob Zagat, anyways. 
Robert, he just died. I know. You have to act like he's good at comedy for at least like a couple years after someone dies. If you say that about me after I die, Robert, I will haunt you. I will be Casper the very unfriendly ghost. I'll sabotage stuff around your house. If I find, if after I die, you say he wasn't that funny or I didn't like his act, oh, I will shoot you in the head. I'll say that in my goddamn eulogy at your your funeral. I hope you go up there barefoot. (laughs) I'll go up there with barefoot with cargo shorts on. I'll just like, yeah, he had this one funny bit about something, but you know, the rest of it is pretty forgettable. Anyways, um, yeah, we had that podcast for a while. I'll you just... know, fucking um, uh, Andrew. Can't think. Of, oh, Andrew Wagner's girlfriend, Rifa. I don't know her. Oh, she told me she was like, "Oh, my friend has seen you on so many shows. He always refers to you as the Storm the Capital guy." And I was like, "Oh, interesting. That's yeah." You know I mean, I was just like, "Boo, huh?" I don't know what I think about that. I don't huh. know. It's like, should I lean into this or should I like comp- try in my best to completely disassociate? I was doing this really cringy bit. It was good though. I mean, I had fun doing it. I don't do it anymore. Where I was, I would just talk about eating butt on stage, and I'll just be like, "Oh no, 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 no! I eat, uh, eat it, beat it, delete it." You know what I mean? Just saying, just goofy stuff about it over and over again. Yeah. And I we did it at the open mic at Voodoo Donuts one night, and not a lot of people really liked it very much, but I was having so much fun. And then like a year later. I was serving at Bowling Creek Cafe and this couple was like, hey, do you do open mics? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, dude, one thing we say to each other all the time is num, 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 num. And like made like a little part of my joke back to me. And I was like, oh, wow. I beat it, delete it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you hold up like one of the voodoo donuts? You're just like, I'm about to show you how I eat ass. <laughs> to this donut hole. Yeah. <laughs> I think the funniest thing about talking about sex on stage is for a moment, the crowd has to imagine me doing it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's, that's the underlying joke of like doing sexual humor. It's just like, uh, wait, this guy actually has gotten it on. Yeah. I think the fun, I think it's uh, one joke I love to make. Well, it's not even a joke. It's just kind of true. Is like, I have the body type where I take off my shirt. You laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, oh shit, he's taking off his shirt. He's about to do something goofy. <laughs> Very uh, husband energy. Takes his shirt off and you want to. It's like he's about to shout cannonball and jump into that pool. Oh yeah. Truffle shuffle that shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, so you know, how about that game, the Super Bowl? Bengals won. <laughs> Are you serious? Is the game started yet? It's like three p.m. I thought it started like four. <laughs> I was gonna, cause this comes out on Monday. I was gonna, I was, I put, uh, it, I put it in a note. We should just act like it already happened, and we just pretend like the Bengals won or something. Oh no, it's actually, it it starts in a couple hours. It starts at five thirty today. Perfect. Perfect. Who are the two teams in Super Bowl 2022? The Rams and the... So do you want to record one as if the Bengals win and one as if the Rams won? I was just going to say we record it as if the Bengals won and if they don't win, we just act like they still did. Okay, yeah. Dude, Bengals absolutely wrecked it in the fourth quarter, right? Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow like literally went up to that defensive line and like spread his ass cheeks apart. Yeah. I was surprised by the halftime show. I did oh, not yeah. expect most of that. Yeah. When fucking mm-hmm. Kenny when Kenny G came out instead of Snoop Dogg. Wow. Yeah. And in Blackface. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blackface Kenny G threw me on a loop. <laughs> yeah. And how much they all supported it. That was the weird thing, is how much everyone liked it. Oh yeah. Like Dr. Dre, like Dr. Dre fucking held him up on his shoulders. Celebrating. Like he was championing it. Yeah. I gotta Definitely. open up this box headline. <laughs> is that is, wow bob saget's autopsy report reveals that multiple head fractures usually seen in high force injuries amy mcgory fox news questioning questions surrounding bob saget's cause of death increased after the late comedian's autopsy report revealed saget suffered injuries to his head that are usually seen from a more traumatic blow than one typically sustains from a slip and fall according to multiple media reports 
As reported by Fox News last week, Saget's family released a statement that said the 65-year-old comedian's sudden death was caused by a brain bleed that occurred after Saget hit his head and went to sleep, not realizing the severity of his injury. The actor was found dead in his hotel room in the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando January 9th after performing a comedy show in Orlando, Florida, according to the Fox News report. Health experts weighed in on the autopsy report, questioning the investigation and cause of the blow to the comedian's head that led to the death, according to an article in the Daily Mail. The outlet posted... Wait. So wait, he, he died like Billy Madison. Or no, not Billy... God damn it, not Billy Madison. It was the pitch man, Billy, Billy Mays. Billy Mays, yeah. How did he die? Um, he bumped his like he he bumped his head uh on an airplane when they were landing. Like they had some turbulence, and so like he like hit his head really hard. And when he got off the flight that night, he went to bed and it was kind of like the same situation. Like he had a concussion and like internal bleeding. Well. I don't understand why Fox News wants to create crazy propaganda about Bob Saget's death. I don't really understand what they get out of this. Clicks? Oh, clicks. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Clicks. I'm an idiot. I completely understood from before I even said I didn't understand. Of course, that's why. I'm so dumb. They Sorry. Can, you know, push their anti, anti-blue, anti-Democrat agenda. I don't really get that. I don't really get why. I mean, the I get... The Biden administration clicks. killed the star of Full House. There's so many things. Yeah, why isn't that the angle? Instead, it's just trying to sow little pieces of... I mean, they're reporting on a, a news report from the Daily Mail, claiming that his 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 fractures are more severe than a typical slip and fall. What? You know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Would have been better just a straight up fucking lie. <laughs> What did you think about that uh, Noah's Ark exhibit? Oh, we got to call them, yeah. Yeah. So, you know that guy, Ken Ham, right? Ken, no, I, I, do not, I do not know Ken Ham. Yeah, they found it. I grew up with that type of, you know, I grew up with that belief system. I grew up, you know. <laughs> like the, well, what belief system? I mean, it, like Noah's Ark. The earth, the earth is young, and Noah's Ark was like real and provable, you know. And that Ken Ham is smarter than Bill Nye. And Bill Nye isn't a scientist. He's a science guy. I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he's an engineer. Yeah. And I don't dislike Bill Nye. I watched his show that wasn't you couldn't tell was for adults or kids that he released with Netflix. And that was weird as all get out. Yeah, that just felt like such a big, like, kind of like clout chase. It was weird. I, the best way I heard it described was someone online was like, this is the result of someone that realizes that they're cool and doesn't understand what aspects of them are cool. And so they're leaning into being cool, but they don't know what made them cool in the first place. And him, it was not thinking it was cool. It was just genuinely being delightful and enjoying science and trying to be fun and educational. And then he yeah. came back with this whole, like, I'm a badass. I'm here to save the world from misinformation. Don't you guys hate Christians? <laughs> him and Bill Tyson, they both just do this thing where they're like, creationists the fools and idiots of the world. And it's like, yeah, we get it, man. You know what I mean? You don't, I remember I tried to watch Neil Tyson's show one time on Hulu or whatever, and it was just, the whole thing was just dunking on Christians. And it's like, yeah, dude, I already went through this phase. I get it. I, I was on Reddit when I was younger. He's got a nine-incher because he was able to get Pluto named not a planet. He did that? That was Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, he, he, was, he was like the champion for that. He also sexually assaulted people when he was in college. Yeah. That's the thing I know him for. Yeah, he's a known sexual assaulter. Assaulter. Assaultist. Yeah. Oh, do you want to know something, Robert? Hmm. I entered a BJJ tournament. It's in April. BJJ? Jiu-Jitsu. Wrestling. Oh. I was like, blowjob what? <laughs> yeah, I'm going, for, I'm going for the throat good title of Austin, Texas. You, but didn't you, ju you just started training though, right? Yeah. Or that quick? I don't know. Why not, right? JT worst case scenario, I don't enjoy it. Best case scenario, I enjoy it a lot. No, worst case scenario is you get hurt. Yeah, we'll die, right? <laughs> coming, coming from the hospital bed while JT's on hospice. It's the last ever episode of the Fart Locker. Hey, if it's I die from wrestling, that's that's what God wants. Yeah, I think that's what God wants for me. I think that's I think 
God's telling me to die wrestling. I mean, if you died from wrestling, then I would I would try in all my power to like get Vince McMahon to do your eulogy. Thank you. I reckon after I get married, like late this summer, we'll go out there for a weekend because it's fun to drive from here to Nashville. I've done it a few times. Yeah. Is so you got a date set? June twenty something. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'll remember after we get married. I'll get tattooed or something. It's gonna be indoors, right? No. Then so where are you getting? Where are you getting married at? Well, courthouse. Okay, but like, so no ceremony. Ceremony, but at a courthouse. Okay, so it will be inside. Well, it's like outside at a courthouse. So you're like going to do it in like the courtyard's backyard or something? Courtyard's like a garden. Okay. In, in a courthouse in California. Oh, okay. So I, was, I, I, I was about I was about to say, dude. I was like, you're you're doing it in the middle of June in Texas. I asked. I was like, hey, we're getting married. I want to wear a cowboy hat and a bolo tie. I want all the men in my family to wear cowboy hats and bolo ties. <laughs> my chick was like, no. And I was like, and top hats. And she was like, no. And I was like, we should carry canes. And she was like, no. And I was like, I want to wear a cape. And she said, no. And I was like, I'm going to hire a celebrity impersonator to show up at the reception. She was like, don't do that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get a magician. And she was like, please don't get a magician. Boom. Guess what I'm doing? I found a $125 Elvis impersonator that will come up and sing an Elvis song with our names in it. Dude, speaking of magicians, I figured so I booked a magician back in college. Nice. And he he tried to hit me up like a couple of years after. And because he was like, he's like, hey Robert, how are you doing? Like, I just moved from California to Texas. Like, I'd love to get lunch with you. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, you're buying, right? Did you fuck that did you fuck that magician, Robert? No. No. So I, I meet him. So I meet him at a, a fucking barbecue joint. I was just like, yeah, this is a pretty good spot. And I was like, so like, what made you want to move from California to Texas? He's just like, I have firm beliefs in like states and like what they can and can not tell their people what to do. And California was just getting like too over, over controlling with, you know, their vaccination laws. And like, he looked up at me like genuinely like serious, like there was no smirk. There was like no chuckle. And I just had to kind of sit there and be like, "Uh uh-huh. And I was like, I booked a goddamn anti-vax like magician for my. This college. was pre-COVID, right? Yeah, this was pre-COVID. Yeah, this was like he's talking about just vaccines in general. Like, yeah, like yeah, before you know, yeah, because now more way more people are anti-vax, but even like they were anti-vaxxers pre-COVID vax. That's even crazier than people that are anti-vax yeah. today. Yeah, I mean it's it's both crazy, but it's like the pre-COVID just vaccines in general anti-people. It's like. You must be out of your goddamn mind. Get some demons in your heart. Yeah, you went. You miss measles. So if you want to, if you want to book a uh, anti-vax magician, uh, I know a guy. Wanna sign me? Wanna sign me? Wanna, 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 wanna